Welcome to WCSU 411, a podcast about interesting people and achievements at Western Connecticut State University. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and today we are recording on the Midtown campus in the basement of Whitehall with three students who will be producing a live reporting show called Election Connection, which will provide all the results of tonight's local municipal elections. After the interview, Barbara Viegas will talk about the campus events that are coming up in the next week or two, plus a reminder, Tiesto is coming to WestCon on Saturday. But first, let's talk with George Richard, Kaylee Collins, and John Board. All right, why don't we start with you explaining to me what Election Connection is. Mm-hmm. So Election Connection is actually a concept that started in 2011 uh, with Professor J.C. Barone uh, came up with the idea of taking a local approach to covering municipal, state, and federal elections. Uh, from there, it's grown into, we're now in what, year six, year seven? Seven. Year seven of the show. Uh, where we are going to be covering 12 different municipalities, uh, and we have uh, we have about a crew of 35 students, uh, all throughout the uh, all covering races all throughout the state of Connecticut. So it's just a great way for students to be engaged with their local uh, with their local communities. I sort of see the theme this year as exploring local communities and understanding municipalities. And it's really, uh, I think, much more in-depth than what you can find on uh, the traditional television news shows around, you know, in Connecticut, uh, because you really go into so much depth around this region, right, around Western Connecticut. Yes, so we go to, like, a lot of different, like John was mentioning, um, like, towns within, like, around Western Connecticut, and we've gotten a couple in, like, New Britain Mm -hmm. and other areas where it's, like... um, interesting elections so that we're reporting on things that are going to be exciting for the show and like john was saying it's a lot of like important community issues that we're addressing as well and i think it's it's nice that it's a student aspect or perspective so that like we're presenting it as students to other students and they get to see it in like that type of light which is different than if you're just watching the general news so that's one thing that i like personally about election connection mm-hmm what are the big issues this year besides the elections of mm-hmm. uh, you know town leaders itself? So the, the the major issues we're really covering this year, I would say primarily is the state budget. Uh, luckily, uh, last last week the governor signed the budget. Uh, there there were some higher education cuts. There were some other uh, also more positive things with a spending cap and a bonding cap, as well. So we're really going to be spending tonight's show uh, talking about the budget, talking about the implication. Uh, not only here on the university level, uh, but with our different municipal leaders all over the state. Uh, Some of the interviews that we actually have, uh, we have the state comptroller who's going to be on the show tonight. Uh, He's going to be speaking uh, not only about where we have been, uh, but where we're going to be going as a state, uh, talking a lot about economic development, uh, as well as we have retiring for selectmen Steve Variak, of Monroe. So we're not only talking about uh, where we've been in terms of the past, we're talking about the present with the election, and we're also going to be starting to chart a course uh, for where we're going as a state. Yeah, that's very cool. Before we go too far, is it going to be on the same channel that it was? You can Where can you see this uh, broadcast? Or uh, It'll be on Charter Spectrum 192 and Comcast 97. Also streaming live on wcsu.edu slash live 
and we have a Facebook stream going on as well on the Electric Connection page. Good. And WXCI, is that uh, yep. doing? Yes, that's the same, same station, 91.7 FM. Great. So anybody can tune in, right? Yeah. And anyone Pretty much. Do any, yep. any of their preference. And <laughs> any, anyone can tune in. One of the things that we've actually done this year is um, we, we students are very much into social media. So we're sort of kicking up the social media aspect of it, like George was saying, trying to get, um, trying to do Facebook Lives, trying to interact with our audience a little more. So not only are we going to be doing phone calls, uh, but we're hopefully going to be tracking uh, social media posts throughout the night to try to get uh, not only the Westcon community involved, but the greater uh, Connecticut family, as I like to say, involved uh, in the show. And then you'll be able to respond to questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have people running the social media throughout the night, running the Facebook live stream. If they post comments on there, or if they call into the studio, we'd be we'd love to ask answer any questions and just respond, have fun with our audiences. That's good. What time does this start tonight? It starts at 8, 8 p.m. goes to 11 p.m. Great. So, George, you're the producer, right? Yes, correct. So producer. I've known a lot of producers, but I don't really know what they do. I don't understand what a producer does. Can okay. you explain it? Um, well, Dr. J.C. Barone, he's the executive producer. He runs the show. so. As producer, I'm kind of his assistant. I write a lot of emails. I do a lot of the studio work. I'm doing various editing for all the recordings that we're doing. Um, I'm managing all the field teams. I'm making sure everybody's on top of what they're doing. We have a lot of different people in the studio who are running graphics, who are working the TriCaster, and making sure they have everything that they need to load. Like if we're talking about, say, the budget, they can load up pictures of the bills or money and you know things like that. We're talking about any issue we want to have relevant things to load in there i want to make sure that the tricaster is ready the field teams know what they're doing they know what to talk about when they go up to so-and-so candidate in this town yeah that's, that's... a lot of stuff to keep track of <laughs> a little <laughs> have i'm you been, used to it john's helped me out a lot john especially Gordon. in regards to like candidates mm-hmm. and such getting guests and making sure the field teams know mm-hmm. like policy type things so the field teams is some of the hardest thing, right? Because uh, nerve wracking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kaylee did that last year. I did. <laughs> Me and that her. was my role last year, and George is my cameraman. Good times. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. we're back yeah. on the show again. <laughs> yeah, and it's all live, right? So you got to get these live. candidates and uh, make them talk, mm-hmm. including uh, you get the losers on too. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yep, we have. Yeah. Those are always interesting interviews. Mm. Yeah. I think I saw Southbury last year, the year before, who... Um, yeah, yeah, the year before for, 20, for 2015. And he was pretty good, actually. He, he was, mm-hmm. he was. Uh, I, know, I know personally my involvement with the show goes actually back to 2015. Uh, I was a guest on the show in 2015. Last year I was George's role, uh, being yeah. uh, JC's assistant producer, and then this year... Uh, this year I'm uh, anchoring with Kaylee, so it's, mm-hmm. uh, we, we make a good, dynamic, <laughs> energetic team, and I'm also helping on the production side oh, yeah. as well. So it's it's a quite a, it's a lot to juggle. The show is uh, I I don't think I think that's one thing that the university community and the greater community don't doesn't always recognize when you get into it how much is involved. No, there's no way they can understand that. Yeah. I went briefly just at the beginning of the show last year and I was amazed how much running around there was and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little chaotic sometimes uh-huh. but it's a huge team effort we're all in it together 
it, 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 it's a great bonding experience as yeah, well. Yeah, we, we've all we've all become such good friends. Like, the mm-hmm. three of us are doing this at least two years in a row. John yeah. in his third year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And what is the anchors? What are you guys going to do then as anchors? So we as anchors, we kind of moderate the discussions that go on. We have other um, faculty anchors that are, will be on the panel with us, as well as um, guests that we ha- we have come in and interview about like different like the different topics we're going to be discussing. We have um, discussing like the local elections. So we kind of we are the ones that introduce the field teams, um, introduce news stories that we have that our field teams have produced. Um, prior to the show and so we kind of are the generators of the discussion i guess yes. you could say mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean one uh we we all uh, i think one of the things also is important is we actually get to interview the people in studio so uh tonight we're actually going to be having mitch wagner on to talk a little bit about climate change uh we are going to be uh obviously talking with the comptroller as well as uh the selectman variac uh, we are. We also have a few gubernatorial candidates and exploratory candidates who are going to be on the show this evening, as well. So, I'm kidding. yeah, hmm. yeah. We have we have uh, Dan Drew, who mm-hmm. is the mayor of Middletown. He's running for the Democrat nomination, uh, and we'll also have uh, Tony Boucher, uh, the state senator for uh, for seven seven towns surrounding mm-hmm. this community, mm-hmm. uh, and she's it's also exploring a run. Uh, for governor as well, so we, we we're very fortunate with the connections that we have uh, to be able to pull the guests that uh, that we're able to. So I know Tony Boucher, and I love her. Uh, how do you um, do? You practice uh, cutting these people off when they talk too long. <laughs> yes, it's actually kind of something that's a little difficult it, it's sometimes. It, it's an it's art. an art at this point. I, it's it gets to the point where. You'll have JC in your ear saying, "Okay, um, you know, you need to wrap this up a little bit. Yes. You need to wrap this up. Move on to the next topic." And they're, you know, very passionately talking about whatever point they're making, and you kind of just awkwardly like <laughs> nod and say, "Yes, thank you so much." And we'll go back in that in just a minute. And then you head to a field report or something like that. But yeah, like John said, it's an art at this point. No, so. it, I mean definitely uh, past your point, Paul. Um, Senda Boucher is someone I think everyone can at least on a personal level connect to adore mm-hmm. she but she she's a talker she's <laughs> I've I've known her for what going on God don't want to date myself 10 years now um and she she's someone who you need to keep on schedule on track and and you she needs to try to be a little more succinct with her points but her energy and enthusiasm is great overall and what about Dan Drew? He had some trouble, right, with his mm-hmm. um, um, soliciting. Uh, yeah. So soliciting uh, town and city and town municipal employees for donations. Uh, that is something that uh, that we will be addressing, uh, and I, I think it's important for uh, for the viewers to not only know the policies that people are pushing, but also some of the potential issues and challenges uh, that they've had in the past, as well as. Uh, the challenges they may face uh, as the governor of the state. Uh, someone else we're also going to have on is Mayor Gannon uh, from Bridgeport. Uh, he's uh, we we talk about his uh, his past felonies. We 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 mm-hmm. we as election connections see see us not only as an opportunity to push the issues of the day, but also talk about the hard choices that people have made in the past. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's our it's our duty. No, it's our obligation as reporters to do do so. 
Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with you. And I'm sure your viewers expect that too and listeners. But I wonder if sometimes you're the people you interview think they're going to get by, get away with something a little easier because your students are not, uh, you know, hardened. Uh, yeah. It's still our show. We're going to try <laughs> and dictate it as much as we can. Yeah, good. You know. I mean, you can talk forever with Ganim <laughs> about uh, the things that he did and mm-hmm. the time he spent in prison, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Definitely. That'll be interesting. It'll be. <laughs> and uh, which professors are you going to have on this year? So, so this year we, well, we're going to have Mitch Wagner on to talk about climate change, like we said earlier, and our uh, faculty anchor is Dr. Grizda mm-hmm. uh, from the communications department. Uh, she's going to be in the center chair. She's going to be giving us the top of the hour uh, information, any breaking news that we have uh, come in. Like last week, we had the um, terror attack in New York breaking live on our show. Mm. Yeah. Uh, some some people actually told, uh, we found out after the show that a handful of people actually found out about the breaking news while watching, or uh, because they were watching yeah, our show. It was show. just an hour before we started broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, Very good. Scary. And other professors too, or uh, just the one? Uh, the, Dr. Grizzda is going to, be, going to be on the entire time. We're going to have a rotating rotating professors in and out uh, all evening. Uh, actually, Friday, Friday evening, we're putting the rundown together for the show, so... Uh, so, <laughs> so Leaving it to the last minute. Yeah. Leave, yes, <laughs> yes. That's kind of how news works regardless, yeah. so you got to roll with it. Yeah. Roll, roll with right, the punches, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with these professors? And I uh, really respect all our professors. I work with them, but most of them are kind of uh, left-leaning, fire-breathing liberals, <laughs> uh, you know, tax-and-spend well, Democrats, as I am. But how do you keep them on track without making it go totally... Uh, yeah, well, actually, with that, we do have another guest that's going to be joining the show tonight. Um, his name is Marty Heiser, and he he's very um, conservative, very conservative <laughs> yes. to say the least. And it kind of he he presents himself in a way that he's not he doesn't really back down when somebody's presenting him with you know the opposite side of what he believes in. And so that I think that's going to make for an interesting show to see um, the differences in opinion between mm-hmm. various topics of Dr. Gazda and Marty Heiser. So that'll definitely be interesting. But as far as like for John and I as anchors, when it's, it's going to be something that we have to, like I said earlier, kind of moderate because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion. They can express it in whatever way they wish to, but at the same time, we don't want it to be the type of thing where people are kind of attacking each other or it gets, it escalates that type of thing. So as anchors, as student anchors, we try to just keep it level mm-hmm. so we'll, that's where like there's instances where we'll have to interrupt or be like oh yeah more on that but let's like talk about this topic for a second and kind of change it and moderate it so commercial. um yeah. i think mm-hmm. as far as like the whole purpose of election connection is we want to present our topics as objective as we can we don't want it to seem like it's leaning one way or the other we want people to be informed to take the information that we're presenting them and then make their own opinions on it so, George, are you screaming in their ears sometimes? So, um, <laughs> not really. I only get the, the God mic a handful of times throughout the night when JC is busy. If anything, I'm just I'm kind of going back and forth through the other teams, and then I tell JC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask a question about JC, who, another uh, professor who I adore. <laughs> yep. We all love him. He's great. Mm-hmm. But um, he's a little bit of a taskmaster, right? Isn't he a little scary there on set? He, 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 can, yeah. he, can be a, he can sometimes be a little scary, I think. I think it's great for us as students to have him for a few mm-hmm. years. We get to learn his mindset. We get to learn 
him, his style, his personality, his approach. And we, we, we adapt to his approach and we, yeah. we, we all have an open line of communication with each other. I think that's critical in a class like this that has such an open environment uh, is we get the opportunity to know one another. And JC's yeah. very open to us as well. Yeah. He'll listen to our input, what we think, and oh, you know, yeah. he'll actually take our feedback and we'll use it on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with JC, like I said, like the environment in this type of class, dealing with news, it's always like you're going to have a bunch of tasks thrown at you. And JC, as the producer, always has a bunch of tasks that he's dealing with, like throughout the whole show. And so he's really good about, you know, designating tasks to whatever is your position in the class. And like George was saying, with feedback, if you were to go up to him and say, hey, like what tips do you have for me on X, Y, and Z? He's always there to talk to you about it. And then also if you were to be like, hey, I don't really think that this is working out this way can I make a suggestion he'd be like yeah of course so it's good to have like that type of mindset so especially when it's kind of crazy and there's a lot of tasks that you have to manage it's nice that he's good at like taking our opinions and then Mm -hmm. also giving us feedback too so yeah works well yeah that's good and is election connection a class or do you volunteer for it or what? Well, it's it's, it is a class. It is 47. Yes, COM, COM yeah. 247. It, it is a class here on the books at the university. But what's great about it is JC's open to having people uh, come in, volunteer, having alumni of the class come mm-hmm. in. I'm, I'm not formally taking the class this semester. But I'm. Uh, but JC recruited me back yeah. somehow, Sounds and I've amazing. I've become uh, I've become I guess deeply involved this yes. semester. Yeah. And uh, but but it's great to have. It's great to not only see current students, but to have alumni, uh, alumni like Billy Trotter and other mm-hmm. and Jim, others. Jimmy Fitch. Right. Jim, yeah. Colby, Jimmy Finch. Nick. Colby. Oh, there's there's a whole bunch of yeah. students who come back and help and support the show, which I think is, uh, I, I think it's great not only for this specific COM 247 class, mm-hmm. but for the university as a whole. Yeah, they're all professionals, right, out there uh, doing what you learn are learning to do yeah, now. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yep. And one nice thing about this class in particular is that you can take it more than once. So I, if you're a communication major, I believe, and also for media production majors, I think you could take it as like a major elective. And then if you wanted to take it again, it would just be as like a free elective. But it's a four-credit course because it is pretty mm-hmm. involved. Um, so it's nice that you can do it more than once. Like I liked having the experience last year as a field reporter and then coming into the class this um, semester, I was like, you know what? I think I'm interested in being an anchor. Like maybe I can try that out. And I think that's something that's important because you're like switching roles just as George and John have done too. You get experience to different um, aspects of the show. And like for me personally, I think I might want to pursue a career in news. So this is like a very good opportunity for me to prepare myself for that potentially so it's nice yeah. and you don't even have to just be a communication major either we've had people in poli sci journalism um a lot of different marketing marketing yeah. those are all things very relevant to the class that help the team move forward this, they all deliver something unique that's great for the end product the, this class is i would say one of the more interdisciplinary classes uh, that we offer here at the university it's something that uh, like george and kaylee were saying it's uh, something not only for political science, for communication, for marketing majors. We can have business majors come in and write a business model plan for mm-hmm. the show. Uh, it's something that, quite frankly, I think is sort of a spark that has really taken off at this university over the last seven years. Mm-hmm. And Kaylee, are you taught, when you say you want to go into news, are you thinking broadcast news? Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. What year are you? I'm a senior. 
So it's coming up quick. Graduation. It's kind of scary. But um, I think even with this class, like at the end of the semester, we did it last year too. We can make a reel out of any type of footage that we have or, you know, for George, he can explain his work like separately because if you don't have like video type of thing, he can show what he's edited, that type of thing. And so that's important when you're applying for even internships or potential jobs in news. So um, I actually... We'll have like different video footage from last year and from this year's show that I can put together in a reel. And I'm going to use that, fingers crossed, to hopefully get an internship this coming spring. But we'll see how that goes. And then, you know, potentially for applying for jobs once I graduate too. So, that's great. George, how are you uh, thinking about using it? Are you going into the business? I I would love it to be in like the live, maybe TV, maybe movies sort of business. Doing the producer job, having to do like a mix of editing and then a lot of miscellaneous. Um, I love the vibe of it. I love being backstage and just being around, helping all the teams, going to JC, checking what I need to do, look, watching the show itself and seeing how it's going along. I, I love being a media production major and it's definitely something I want to yeah. expand on and go, go into further. Mm-hmm. It's a very high level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, this is the closest to the real thing mm-hmm. that I have this class. Definitely, yeah. How about you, John? Uh, I'm a political science major, so I'm. I guess <laughs> I'm. I'm the oddball here of the group. Um, but uh, and it's definitely it gives gives me a, a other insight to the other side of the table, as I like to say. Um, I've I've done work previously with Mayor Stewart, with Senator Boucher, with um, different other leaders all over our state. Uh, so I it, it gives me the opportunity to provide the analysis to the policy. Uh, which is something uh, which I think, quite frankly, all political science, public administration students should have, is not only know how, how to implement the policy, but how the media and how the public uh, would digest uh, such policies put forward. And you can help coach them, right, if they're coachable. <laughs> if, if they are, yes, if they are. Cool. And uh, Election Connection over the years has won many awards and been nominated for very uh, mm-hmm. high-level awards. Yep. So that's cool, too. Yeah, no, we, we, we've, won, uh, we've won, I think, two awards uh, for previous shows. Uh, each year we try to at least submit one of our, uh, either a segment of our work or a show overall. Like a highlight reel. Yeah, mm-hmm. a highlight reel to, uh, to different conventions all over the the nation, the national awards, the, the national yep. awards, BEA uh, and the tellies. Yep, think. Mm-hmm. Yep, BEA and the te- we've won a BEA and a telly for this show. So it's we're we're very optimistic that tonight's show will uh, bring us another award. Let's hope <laughs> bring bring another award home to Weston. Yeah, I think it will. It sounds like you have a great uh, outlook on it. Uh, everything under control. I can't wait to watch it. Mm-hmm. Good luck tonight. Thank you so and, much. Uh, Thank you. Uh, good luck on everything else, too, okay? Hey, thanks Thank so much, you. Paul, for thanks having for us on the Paul. podcast. Well, anytime. Thanks for having us. Thank <laughs> you. We expect everyone to watch Election Connection tonight, but first, Barbara Viegas will give you the rundown on upcoming events on campus. So what's going on, Barbara? Uh, well, there's definitely a lot going on this week, uh, with Paul Bash being this week and also just a bunch of other events. It's just a loaded week. Um, today, Tuesday, on November 7th, 11 a.m., um, there's going to be the Garden Globe Novelty in the Student Center lobby that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at 8 p.m., there's going to be Game of Throws, which I recently discovered has a $300 prize. Wow. So that's definitely 
something to do. It's at the O'Neill Center, um, and it's teams of six to eight, and the sign-up fee is $15. Um, but $15 is a small price to pay for a $300 prize if you win. So yeah. That should be really cool. Um, also today, there is the U.S. Labor Migration Politics and Posi- Policy Talk. <laughs> um, so it's a talk with Daniel Costa, Director of Immigration Law and Policy Research and Economic Policy at the Economic Policy Institute. Um, it's Tuesday, November 7th at 6 p.m. That's a big deal. In the Ives Concert Hall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's free and open to the public, so that should be really cool. And then also there's um, Election Connection. Um, it's tonight from 8 to 11 on Comcast Channel 97 or www.wcsu.edu slash live. And it's a school's broadcast for the elections that are currently happening throughout the state. And students serve as news anchors and reporters to cover everything related to the state elections, including the results and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's everything for Tuesday, November 7th. Um, and then Wednesday, November 8th, there is at 11 a.m. the inflatables um, at, on the Fairfield lawn. Um, and I'm pretty sure that has a prize, too. I think it's like $100 or something. Um, How do you win the prize? It's like competing because it's like the inflatables are like they're um, you have to compete like to try to go through them quickly, I mm. think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Just slides and things like that, right? It's I think it's like more of like like an obstacle course kind yeah. of thing, but it's inflatable. I'm mm-hmm. not positive, but I'm, but there's a way to win something, so I'm sure <laughs> it's harder than a slide. Yeah, go and figure it out. <laughs> um, and then there was also SGA day, uh, which is at 12 p.m. In the student center lobby, there's going to be um, canvas painting and live music, um, a photo booth, and uh, we were going to have pumpkins to paint, um, but there's something going on with our Amazon order to, to purchase the pumpkins. They were supposed to be here today, or Tuesday, and um, they're actually going to get here on Thursday, so that's the day after the event, so I think we're going to have to scramble to find something else and maybe do that on Saturday mm-hmm. um, for the morning event before Tiesto, maybe have them paint some pumpkins or something. Yeah. Thank you, Amazon. Right? Mm-hmm. I was so upset. It was like, it was prime too. I was yeah. like, come on. Um, but yeah, that's Wednesday. And then Thursday, there's a 7 p.m. Mohegan Sun trip. Um, and at 10 p.m., there's there's no longer Midnight Madness, which everyone should be aware of. Um, they're postponing, I think, to the 15th. It's not set in stone yet, but there won't be Midnight Madness anymore um, on Thursday. No kidding, huh? Yeah, it was... Um, I don't know. It was a kind of last minute thing that they decided to throw together, which was really exciting idea an mm-hmm. exciting idea, but it was just a lot. So I think they're just postponing a little bit. Um, and then Friday, 6 p.m., there's bingo in the West Side Ballroom. Again, it's the one that we paired up with um, the SGA mm-hmm. and PAC. And it's so it's $2,000 worth of prizes this time. So SGA put in a thousand, PAC put in a thousand. So it should be really cool bingo. Um, with a lot of good prizes. Yeah. Um, and then at 10 p.m., there's Rec After Dark Bowling, which is actually free. I didn't know that. It's free. Wow. Um, and it's at Brookfield Lanes. And so that would be fun, too. I'm almost positive that they provide transportation. Um, yep, free food, transportation, and admission for all WCSU students. Does it say where they should meet to get the bus ride over there? Um, it's arrived 10 minutes before pickup. Vans will pick you up at your sign-up time in the back of the Midtown Student Center. Oh, that's good, where the regular bus stop is. Yeah, they'll have one hour for bowling time, and then the vans will drop them back off at the Midtown. At Midtown. Is one hour enough to bowl? I don't know. I mean, it says 10 p.m. to 12.30 a.m., so this flyer is a little confusing. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out that night. Yeah. Um, okay, some other stuff that's going on. 
um, actually that I skipped over, uh, Tuesday, November 7th again, um, there's hashtag let's all connect, uh, which is Manuel Frederick and Andrew Tispa. Uh, they give a presentation on world peace and unity. Uh, they're traveling the U.S. promoting peace and unity by creating a chain of human connectivity. Um, so that's at 8 p.m. and the Midtown Student Center Theater. Do you think anybody will go to that? I think so. I mean, um, it's kind of like, it's like a brand new, not a brand new thing, but it's very, it was planned very recently. Um, I know that our Senator Paul Horkin brought it to, uh, to the SGA saying like, this is so cool. Like I found these people and they really want to come talk. Um, so it was kind of like rushed, but so I, it's been really widely advertised by a lot of organizations. So I hopefully people will go to it because it's, I'm, I think he met like a few of our administrators too, hmm. these two guys. So it's um, peace, whatever, you know, you yeah, ought to go support that, right? Exactly. Who mm-hmm. doesn't want to support peace? Um, okay. Also, uh, the week's games. Uh, Friday, November 10th, the swimming and diving uh, team is at Eastern Connecticut at 6 p.m. And the football team is at Westfield State or versus Westfield State at 7 p.m. And then Saturday, November 11th is men's soccer at Brandeis University. Uh it's the NCAA round one, and the women's soccer versus Middlebury College. It's also NCAA round one. Yeah, the women's and men's soccer both won their league championship, and now they're in the NCAA tournament, which yeah. is a big deal. Um, and then also the WCSU Sig- Sigma Delta Sig Delts, mm-hmm. they are doing a bunch of blood drives um, at WestCon. So it's sponsored by the Sigma Delta Tau Sorority, and it's, we have three dates. It's Wednesday, November 8th from 11.45 a.m. to 5.15 p.m. in the Westside Campus Center Ballroom. And then Tuesday, November 14th, the following week, 11.45 to 5.15 again, which is the same time for all three dates, just so I stop repeating myself, in the Midtown Campus in the Student Center um, Student Conference Room. And then Wednesday, November 29th, same time when Midtown Campus Student Conference Room. Uh, you can either make an appointment with the Red Cross at 1-800-RED-CROSS and then use the sponsor code WCSU so that they get like some credit for it or something like that. Have you ever given blood? I have. I was actually an avid blood donor for like all last year. <laughs> um, and then I don't know what turned me. I just stopped going because they started calling me all the time and they I just kind of got annoyed. I was like, ugh, you're calling me. Like I wanted to do it out of my own free will. <laughs> now you're calling yeah, they get but, desperate. Yeah, but um, I have I have gone this year again. I just used to be a lot more, mm-hmm. like I used to go a lot more than I do. Yeah, it's a good thing to do though. Yeah, I used to go before going to work, which is not a good idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd get like lightheaded trying to, it's not a fun time. But <laughs> do it because it's a good cause. Yep. Um, and then uh, CSI is doing, um, actually PAC uh, is fan- doing Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Um, tickets go on sale November 1st, which already passed, but they're still on sale. Um, and tickets include transportation, the Broadway show, and free time in New York City. The trip's on November 11, 18th, November 18th, and the bus leaves Westside at 9.30 a.m., and the bus leaves Midtown at 10 a.m., and then when they get back from New York City, they leave New York City at 8 p.m. So WCSU, WCSU students is $30, and guests is $60. That's a bargain. Yeah, to see Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last thing I have is um, the food drive that's going on from now until November 15th. Um, it's the group that donates the most non-perishable items will win a $75 luncheon. And it's open to faculty, departments, and clubs. You can drop off your items off to the Sodexo Midtown office by Wednesday 11, um, 
11.15, so November 15th. And then you can contact Caroline Chaves at chaves011 at connect.wcsu.edu if you have any questions. Great. And that's about it. There's a lot going on. So. As usual, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job with the SGA. <laughs> and what about your friend Tiesto? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I actually stopped going through the, the list. Um, so Saturday, obviously, we have um, the... Um, yeah, I completely skip, skip Saturday. So Saturday at 11 a.m., there's the Fall Bash. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, one of the biggest events. Um, it's at the Westfield, Westside Practice Field. And it has the inflatables and probably the painted pumpkins that Amazon's bringing late. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at 8 p.m. is the Tiesto concert. But the doors open at 7. Um, tickets went off sale uh, yesterday, uh, Monday, mm-hmm. uh, the 6th. But... Um, we may start a rumor that perhaps on Wednesday at SGA Day there may be some exceptions if you come. So that's a good idea. And the SGA Day is out at the uh, student center, right? Yes. Midtown. Yeah, from twelve to four. So may or may not be giving some exceptions. To spread a rumor out there, mm-hmm. but um, I would definitely want to come if you uh, still haven't gotten your tickets. Yeah, if you don't have your ticket, you should definitely go to yeah. the SGA day, right? Because you can still get tickets like at the door, but they're going to be $43 instead of the 23 student Yeah, no price. one wants that. And they won't benefit um, the WCSU because mm-hmm. they're not student prices. So Right. And uh, last week you promised to bring T-shirts for the three of us, the two oh producers and me. <laughs> yes, I have them. They're in my office. Oh, good, good. <laughs> and they're the right size, too. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope so. <laughs> Those are going to be given out to um, SGA Day. Oh, okay, good. Along with the Fall Bash t-shirts that we have coming in t- today. So you have inflatables on uh, Fairfield, lawn, Fairfield Hall lawn today or tomorrow, right? And then they're yes. moving them over to uh, Westside? Yeah, uh, they're not going to be the same ones. They're going to be different ones, so that's fun. Just mm-hmm. to keep it, like change it up a little bit. Um, but they're going to be really exciting. Boy, you guys are busy. Yes, it's the busiest week yeah. this semester. And then we have West Pass, obviously, in the future. But oh, yeah. And studying for finals, a right? <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. I have a test today <laughs> in, a, in the next hour. Oh, really? And what? Uh, research methodology again. Wow. Sharma. She's, That's a uh, tough course, huh? Yes, it's our 400-level course for and, JLA. So it's yeah. very tough. But I don't know. I have my study sheets here. <laughs> That's good. 400 levels outside is a graduate level, right? Um. I know it's like you have to take it like your senior year. But mm. so. You're a junior though, right? Yeah, I'm a junior. It's just because I came in with a lot of credits and everything. So yeah. I'm kind of like a junior, senior kind of thing. I'm taking my research seminar class this sem- next oh, semester really? too. Wow. <laughs> I should be taking it next year. but So you can just skate next year. I'm a busy body, yeah. And yeah, next semester or next year is going to be so easy for me. I don't want to jinx myself, but I have like <laughs> no classes to take. <laughs> no, that's good. You yeah. can spend more time on the SGA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More time planning events. Excellent. All right. Thanks, Barbara. Thank you, Paul. I want to also thank our producers, Scott Volpe and Pete Puccio, who make all the WestCon podcasts possible. In addition, as you know, to WCSU 411, there is the Compassionate Achiever, the Literacy Ladies, and the Center for Excellence in Learning and Teaching. So together, we're kind of actually known as the center of the world for higher education podcasting. Thank you.
Mm-hmm. If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe at WCSU Media on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher so you can stay up to date with all editions of WCSU 411 and you can leave a comment. You can also comment on Twitter at WCSU 411 and Barbara and I are waiting to hear from you. Yeah, definitely. All right, see you next week. See you.